0: Hey, everyone. Before we start this episode, uh, I just want to apologize for the late upload here. Had some technical difficulties and my audio in this podcast is like not coming from my microphone. It's coming, oddly enough, from a different source. Uh, So my audio is not the best here. Ben sounds as good as ever, uh, but I just want to apologize for that. We'll be back to our normal quality here in the next episode. Enjoy. Hello and welcome into the Dadverb Podcast, where we chat about parenting. For, oh, I'm like fumbling with my words here. <laughs> we chat about uh, parenting from the lens of a dad. Episode 11, or uh, Yevin, as, as my oldest would have called it, because he couldn't do his L's uh, and he replaced them with Y's. <laughs> uh, we're in episode Yevin, and uh, today it's going to be a little bit of a shorter episode because I'm pressed for time. Boy, am I busy right now. Uh, and I, I'm i Andrew and I'm joined by my co-host Ben Brown. Ben, how's your week been, man? Hey yo. Uh, it's
1: been good. We've been doing a little bit of traveling this week with the family. So we spent a couple days uh, visiting family in Virginia. So it took a little little road trip up there to see the cousins and sister-in-law and all that stuff. Um, so really great to do that and, and get out of the house. But uh, I am tired you don't realize how much even just like a road trip with two young kids takes out of you until you land back at home and realize the absolute disaster that your house is and uh you know the organization and cleaning that we need to do now to get ready to leave again this week to go on another family trip which is very exciting but there's a lot happening where are you going uh we're headed to savannah this weekend
0: Savannah, georgia gorgeous man gorgeous man so it's it's been uh it's been pretty busy for you, man, moving around got uh, got the got the kids toting the kids as well, not just yeah. you and the wife oh, a truck bed full of stuff oh, yeah man to leave that the was... house
1: for three days, we had a full truck full of stuff
0: you know though it's, it's incredible it's a road trip though, so like you're 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 able to bring more stuff than like mm-hmm. have it really strategically pack as you would for a flight oh yeah, so I think it's a little bit better, so how yeah, long well, are these road trips that you overpacked
1: um so we were gone for like three or four days this last time, and then this next one I think will be three nights, four days total. Um, but, you know, getting prepped for beach, uh, hotel room stays, all that stuff. So we're we're traveling with all of the things we think will help it be a little bit easier, right? Like yeah. you know, slumber pods, travel yeah. beds, all that stuff, hey, just to you give know, people their own environment.
0: Okay, so for anyone who doesn't know what a slumber pod is, it's basically like this blackout tent that you can put over, like a pack and play. It uh, is awesome. It, it is awesome. Now, it is a really cool thing, but if you don't have access to something like that, but you still want some sort of blackout, you know, uh, room for your babies to sleep in, one fun hack we're just diving into the episode, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> now, one fun hack is bring black garbage bags and it's like some duct tape. That is like the cheapest hack where you can tape mm-hmm. off the windows and just create a black room. And then when yeah. you're done with your stay, you just peel it all off and go home. Uh, so that's just a fun little hack. Um, the drive itself, how many hours?
1: For you? Uh, it was about five. So straight through it would be about five with. Stops for food and bathroom breaks and all that stuff. To Savannah? Six. Oh, to Savannah's only about four. It's really not that far. It's okay. It's not bad. So Pretty straight shot.
0: I get a lot of questions like, hey, man, you've, did, you've done, like, videos for, like, air travel tips. What about, like, road trip tips? Mm. I think that would be a fun video to make really, really soon, um, both yeah. for IG reels or shorts or just a full YouTube video. What do you oh, – like, sure. do you have any, like – off the top of your head you just did it you're getting you're gearing up right now like what yeah. is one thing what just one thing that kind um, of made your life easier for a road trip was there a product or a tactic no not a not a product in
1: particular i would say um we try to have activities that are going to keep him busy for a while mm-hmm. uh, our toddler i mean he just doesn't want to you know doesn't want to be in a seat for that long so one we always try to leave around nap time yeah or at least somewhere close to nap time, so he's gonna sleep for a little bit. The second one is we keep a bin of toys that's only specifically for road trips. Really? So we have like a bin that goes in the car, but the only time those toys come out is when we're in the car driving like a long distance. So, like specific coloring books, coloring pads, certain toys he only sees during that time. Gotcha. So he's not just constantly exposed to them and he doesn't get bored with them. Gotcha. Um, and usually we'll throw something new in there just to spice it up. Like a, little bit. a tablet? <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, yeah. So we we think we had our first car sickness experience because uh, he was watching a movie and he, oh. I mean just exploded in the back mm. of the truck. Yeah, like an hour hour out from uh, landing at my sister in law's house, in the middle of nowhere. Oh no! I mean it's dude. just it's just tobacco fields and dirt roads. <laughs> In the middle of nowhere and all of a sudden we just hear splash oh splash. dude that's oh. and i was like oh no dude and they just go he's throwing up he's throwing up he's throwing up i was like there's nowhere to stop <laughs> so okay. we just we had to pull in like a random driveway and fortunately i i over prepare for things so i had like trash bags and paper towels Good. under the seat in the back of my truck so it was literally just like standing on the side of the road stripping our kid down as 18 wheelers are flying by and and trying to clean the seat out the best we could
0: dad um, life
1: dad yeah, life but we uh you know we survived it it was good got it all washed up and you know the truck only smells a little bit now so oh, yeah
0: it's uh dude uh, we have like this not great un like unspoken standing agreement where like i deal with the blood i deal with broken bones I could take that stuff. Doesn't like really phase me. Uh, I, you know, I poop, pee, or whatever. It's it's easy, mm-hmm. you know. Blowouts, you know, I'll step up But yeah. the puke. Oh, is that your that's, that's, a, that's your kryptonite? That's a hard that's a hard pill for me to swallow, bro. <laughs> I can I struggle with the puke. But don't get me wrong. Like we've had some puke accidents recently. Like, yeah. They, like, they puked up all a match. I think. I think. I think. I talked about it in like yeah, a recent. on
1: there on the Newton mattress. Right? Yeah, on the
0: Newton mattress crib. Like, we, I've i I've, I've plugged it in the past, but like legit, like a week and a half ago, she puked all over the thing. I'm like, so. My, but we have the tag team at my wife will strip her down, get her in the bath. I'll start like stripping off the sheets and like doing all yeah. stuff. But I don't like to do it. I'll do it, but <laughs> I, do I do really. It. I like it. I'm. I start to do like the whole like, like the gag. Yep. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> It's so bad. I can't I'm it's, so bad with
1: it man I gotta say I was like worse I think I was worse with my dogs than I was with my kid yeah like yeah The dog stuff like really really bothered me when they would get like <laughs> gi issues and stuff and, mm. and it's just because our dogs are also big like our dog's like 120 pounds so he's basically a person yes there's a lot he more He gets issues it's, it's it's a real problem that's yes. um but yeah like a little 30 pound human like
0: it's gross but you just sort of do it, it's your, it's your kid, you know, it's, yeah, it's just you different, just you just it. kind of do it. That's fine, yeah. so yeah. But You're I'll, right yeah, I uh, I, I don't do well with the puke, so that situation <laughs> that you just laid out, like the full car thing, yeah. like that's you know, oh, yet to awesome. happen, but we'll knock on some wood. Uh, but yeah, over here for you. It's not fun, it's not fun. But anyway, um, you know, in this episode, we're going to talk. Again, short episode, but we are gonna dive into frustration uh, when that starts to build, especially as dads we start to get a little bit heated, you, know, start losing a little bit of control, you know how we can keep ourselves in check. Uh, I don't know that we have the answers, but we at least wanted to open up the conversation uh, for the broader community uh, so that you realize that you're not alone in this. We're, we're all trying to figure this out. Uh, this whole parenting journey, so we'll dive into that in a little bit. Uh, but before we do that, I do want to give a shout out to a couple of guys who've who've had baby Man, we've just just popping out babies, man. Just popping out babies in our group everywhere. Nick Hicken uh, just had his baby five days ago, um, so a little shortly after we report, recorded the last podcast, he welcomed his first. His little his name is Redman. That is awesome. We just had another one. I think. Today, uh, if I go back into our Discord here, let me let me go back a little bit. Um, nope, that's talking about the five S's of sleep that someone brought up. <laughs> um, oh no, there we go. It's uh, D Boy H H X One. I don't. Who? What? What? Ben, do you know his name? I don't know. His I don't name. have a real name. I don't have real names, but we we stick with the AOL names on the Discord. Yeah. Uh, but he uh, he we he just welcomed in his. Uh, his first, uh, so the water broke on Friday apparently, and um, yeah, baby's here now uh, after a little bit of uh, a little bit of work, two days of work because I think it was born on Sunday, even though the water broke on Friday. So yeah. uh, that's wild, but man, guys, uh, welcoming welcoming in babies, it's really really cool. We've got a guy, I think he's American, an expat living in Germany right mm-hmm. now, Mark. Uh, but it's it's just like. Cool to hear him like kind of gearing up, getting ready to travel, doing the things, uh, and and he's chiming in. I think he's a uh, an older dad, but man, he's chiming in with a bunch of uh, fun experiences and um, and and good tips here and there. So love having him in the group. But yeah, man, it's awesome. growing. It's awesome. Yeah, uh, even in
1: real life, man, we've had it just in our lives, we've had one, two, three, four four new babies in the last month? Maybe month, month and a
0: half, mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. Like,
1: I mean, it has just. Yeah. Yeah. It's ratcheted up like crazy. It's kind of. I, I don't know <laughs> if it's just that we're at that stage that like everybody's having, you know, a lot of our friends are having their first kid. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or if it's just like pandemic, you know, you know, people it's, like not yeah. knowing what's happening in the world. They're like, well, I guess we're going to have a kid. Yeah, exactly. Now before start... everything completely falls apart.
0: Right. Exactly. Exactly. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure as a part of it. So. Yeah, yeah, dude. It's wild. Uh, a bunch of, bunch of families popping out babies. It's really cool that um, yeah. everyone's growing. And Congratulations to all those new dads, man. It's a, it's a journey. Ben and I are actually going to be meeting for the first time in real life uh, yes. here in, what, like two weeks or so? Uh, yeah, a couple weeks. As we go to Las Vegas to scout out baby tech, baby gear, the upcoming stuff for 2023, 2024. Super excited about that. So that'll be really fun as we kind of um, scout out some just strollers and monitors yeah. and toys and bath items and just all all different types of products. In what's called like the juvenile product, juvenile product industry, which is like so weird mm-hmm. to think like juvenile products, but like, yeah, that's little just little what it's, it is a little bit strange, like that wording. But that's uh, that's the category it's called. But anyway, we're gonna be there, we're gonna be having a blast. If you guys have any questions about like you know, uh, certain brands or products out there, like yeah. we're gonna be seeing things head on. Uh, it's it's I think it's industry only, so yeah, it is. We'll, it's, it's closed to the public, so it's um, industry and media
1: only, which uh, you know, being. Uh, part of the sort of dad verb universe, right? Where, yeah, uh, considered Andrew is considered media. Yep. Yeah. Um, so it'll be super exciting to go see kind of what the future releases are from some of our favorite brands. So yeah, I know I'm I'm looking forward to seeing like the stuff from A Baby and Veer and uh, just to see what kind of iterations and new products they might be coming out with. Yep. Um, and stuff that I think is really going to impact you know not only the guys in the the Discord but but
0: engage dads the world the world over right? for sure you know it's interesting too because I you know I, I really look for innovation like what's like really yeah. pushing the bounds like you know I'm, oh this uh, we released like new colors and a new fabric I'm like okay yeah, cool like, who but, cares yeah who like, cares? like it's come on the same thing. what else you got man you got like some auto locking brakes or something like that when yeah. like You lose control of the stroller. Like, what you got, you know? So that's what I'm looking for. And it's interesting because as guys, I feel like that's what we look for. Yeah. But And And I want to see the feedback, too. I want to see that
1: because I feel like we always have something to say. Like, everybody you talk to has something to say about their products. Yeah. And it's like, you know, how are they getting that customer feedback? Are they making their products better because of what they're hearing? Right. Um, And that, to me, is like, those are like the brands to stick with, the ones who are actually listening
0: and, and really engaged and figuring out how to make those meaningful changes. Yeah, 100%. The, um, the, 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 it's so interesting because there has been a ton of innovation in tech with regards to like artificial intelligence, being able to track your baby's metrics and vitals and oxygen mm-hmm. and whatever, whatever. I, I, I always find that stuff pretty intriguing. I, I, a lot of people find that completely unnecessary is gimmicky, whatever. Some people find yeah. immense amount of value in that. Uh, but the, what I'm starting to notice is I feel like in a way it's kind of like backtracking, like because yeah. there's been so much like, I guess, like, fear about whether it's, like, privacy or hacking or, like, do you really need this information for a baby? Uh, and I feel like there's, like, this innovation boom, and then, like, brands like Owlet got, like, hit with, like, uh, you know, like, oh, it's a medical device, and the FDA came down on them. Uh, and then, like, all these, like, parenting groups are just, like, I, I, don't know, I feel like they've, like, stifled the, like, the innovation and in pushing where it can take baby tech uh, and in favor of just kind of, like, just dumbing things down a little bit. Uh, So that, you know, it's just kind of giving the parents the bare essentials because, you know, like, why push the envelope? But I also do want to... push the
1: envelope if you're going to get in trouble, right? You're going to have to basically revert to baseline anyway.
0: Exactly. And there's also the question of, like, what what is the impact on, like, the babies? Like, are are EMFs, like, you know, harming my baby's, like, future? You know, because there just haven't been enough studies on that. So, you know, like, I think you know, as, as much as tech and artificial intelligence is like moving forward very rapidly at the moment in every other category, baby tech where it was once kind of booming between like 2017 to like 2021, I feel like, at least just my perspective, it's really like scaled back uh, just to basics, which I mean, is good and bad, you know, I feel like, but right. you know, I, so I'm curious, are we going to see anything, one thing that's pushing the envelope, something new, I don't know. I don't honestly have my hopes too high, but yeah. I'd like to, you know, see something. And I don't even know what that is. I like I don't yeah. know. Like I, I can't imagine. Like you can see the resting heart rate and real I've I have no idea. I have no idea. Yeah. But um, you know, what sort of innovations, what sort of tech integrations um that are within reason that are safe, mm-hmm. um that, that's out there. I don't know. So I'm excited to see what's going on. It'll, it'll be fun.
1: to be really good. So, keep an eye out on the DadVerb Instagram, my Instagram. Kind of follow along. We'll be putting up stories, reels, kind of short form content, mm-hmm. um, just showcasing the stuff that we find that seems interesting, and, and hopefully, you guys will like too. So, yeah, should be good. Very excited. And uh, as Andrew said, meeting for the first time actually in person. Dude, it'll be great. Seems a little weird to be like eleven episodes into a podcast. Yeah, right? yeah. We're like, hey, we've actually never met.
0: I know it's funny. It's funny too because I've actually uh, not met. I've listened to other podcasts and because uh, I'm a, mm-hmm. I'm a bit of a geek in the in the Pokemon uh, realm. And these guys have been doing podcasts for like years. There's one called Metapod Podcast. They've been doing it for like at least two years now. They've still never met in person. So I'm like, that is so interesting how, yeah. like, they, they're tight, they're buddies, but they've never in person. Technology kind of, has fundamentally changed how we interact with other people. Like these parasocial relationships. It's so interesting. Yeah. But no, we, we, we're going to have the real thing. I'm, we're not, I'm not being catfished, right? I'm real. Yeah. You're real. Yeah. So. I'm a real person. I'm a real boy. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So this is going to be great to meet each other in person. And um, I, I'm always, like, astonished for, like, the height. Because, like, it's always hard to, like, grasp someone's, like, <laughs> like yeah. like. Girth from and height. Load
1: it from a floating head on the
0: internet. Right, I'm like, I see you in person. Yeah. Like, damn, you big dude. You're a big dude. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh it, it'll be oh. fun to uh, to uh, actually meet up. But let's go ahead and roll into, I guess, the main topic that we have here, yeah. and it, I guess it's just about like kind of frustration, temper, when that starts to build up. You want to take it away, Ben? Yeah, yeah. So
1: this is. um <laughs> This is so. I am again, as you guys know from the podcast. I have a two and a half year old, so uh, deep in the the world of toddlerdom. um, And I think this is something we all deal with, right? Like raising kids is incredibly fulfilling, but it also can be something that's that raises a lot of frustrations, right? Um, Teaches us where we are deficient in our patience, in uh, you know where we are lacking in you know mindfulness all of that kind of comes to the surface when you start raising kids. So, you know, it's I think it's really easy to get sucked into these kind of power struggles, these weird power dynamics with your kids where they don't want to listen, you're tired, you're overstimulated, you're frustrated, and all of a sudden, you know, you know, you feel like your blood pressure is going up and then, you know, you're you're yelling at your kid or you're snapping at them or Uh, You know, you're doing something that, you know, almost immediately you feel bad about, right? Mm -hmm. It's not the way you want to uh, project yourself to your children, Mm -hmm. right? It's not the experience that you want them to have in in your relationship. Um, And so some of the things that, you know, I know my wife and I have been working on and, and just trying to read about is dealing with these frustrating situations and what are some, you know, key tools, some ways that we can deal with them better so that we don't get to a point where we're, you know, raising our voice too much, you know, yelling at our kid, um, you know, potentially causing undue stress because it never leads to the outcome we want, right? It doesn't make him listen any better. It just makes him want to resist even more, which just adds to frustration. Um, So, you know, I want to kick it over to you, Andrew. You know, when you have those frustrating situations, is there you know, a particular way that you like to handle them? Is there a a method that you use? Is there, you know, do you guys use like a safe word or something? I've seen all kinds of stuff, uh, you know, that we've tried or are trying that seem to work. Um, but I'm always interested to hear from other parents, how they, um, have gotten through these phases and how they deal with it.
0: So I, I want to start by saying that, um, this is a learning experience, okay? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be a bucket of wisdom. I'm not gonna yeah. have all the answers here, and I yeah. want this to be an open floor. And like, please, like, use the comment section of the YouTube video, or like, shoot us some messages in the Discord on the uh, the yeah. Content channel, because uh, like, the, uh, we want to hear this. But yeah. to answer your question, no, like, I'm not good at this. This is still something I'm like learning and I'm working on. We get like moments of just like like just just built up um right. for a variety of reasons I can't even like think of a of an example right now because like, it feels like almost like daily like there's just something that just like' is, like not sets me off but just kind of like oh my gosh like again here we go yeah. you know so I feel like the what i def what I used to default to was I tried to get like loud and shut it down like right off the bat mm-hmm. um you know not never i I'm not. Didn't get like physical spanking or anything like that. I just yeah. I, def- I don't like believe that that actually is- has any sort of e- efficacy. I think it doesn't in the mm-hmm. short term. I think the long term does has sure. very negative effects. So that's yeah. one thing I will say. Like I don't like lay a hand on my kids. Um, so uh, I used to get like loud and I would just be like, no, like it ends right now. Get over there. Stop. You know, I would like do that kind of thing. That right, I just, right. That's how I default to because I just that's right. all I know. Um the, the sort of like
1: high demandingness, right? Like exactly. just listen, respect what I say. Yeah. I'm the parent, you're the child, know your place.
0: Exactly. And that right. totally worked. It totally worked. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but, uh, it works so well. Sometimes. Uh, but yeah. then I realized like, okay, this is it, it just it just like as I get older, like it just like the tension like builds even more. So um I just some random small things that I've done. I'll just try to list them off, off the top of my head. One is just, like, take a deep breath and walk away and then, like, think about, just, like, think about the, the situation, like, mm-hmm. take it in. And I would yeah. literally just, like, check out. I'm, like, I, I would basically just, like, just stay here for a moment. I'll be back. And I will just, like, literally just stay in five minutes and just, like, yeah. think about it and just, like, absorb. Yeah. And then j- before, you know, I would get loud or, like, have a teaching moment that is basically blown because mm-hmm. I blew it because I approach that completely wrong right. or inappropriately. So I would just, like, breathe, think about it, remove myself from the situation, or remove them from the situation. Like, here, just, like, you know, go to your room for a second. Mm. We'll talk about this. You know, like, that's it. Just keeping it really simple. Right. I don't know if that's right or wrong, but I would, ju- like, thinking, like, basically creating mm. space between the instance or, like, you know, the situation is, um, and, and I guess the teaching mm. moment I think yeah. having that space I think is at least for me important. So that's um uh, that's one thing. I'm sorry. We we did you want to chime in?
1: No, uh, no. I I think that's um one of the most important things that that we've learned too, right? Is I I think there's two things. I think one creating like let's say you get into a situation where you're you feel the the power dynamic, the power struggle happening um, you know, you want your kid to do something, or um, you know i 'll give you an example. I think we may have talked about this on a previous episode, right? Like your kid wants something out of the pantry, yeah, yeah, and you 're literally making dinner, yeah, I right? yeah. am making them food, and all of a sudden they want to go eat something right. right. Um, my default is I am making something for you. I need you to not go eat something out of the pantry. And then it becomes this like argument, this push pull Mm and you feel the tensions going up, tensions going up, kids starting to throw a tantrum. They're starting to get really, really upset. Yeah. And by taking that breath, taking that minute and, and you know, going, okay, I just need a second. Yeah. And considering it, you start to put the situation into context and say, okay, maybe my kid's not asking for candy. Maybe they're asking for fruit. Maybe they're asking for, you know, a piece of bread or something, like Mm -hmm. something that's not terrible.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Is it really that big of a deal? It feels like it in the moment because there's like this defiance and what feels like this sort of perceived lack of respect from your children, Mm -hmm. um, which I think as dads, a lot of us really struggle with. Mm -hmm. It's like we need to be respected by our kids. Mm -hmm. But by taking that moment and and sort of... letting your mind wrap around the situation you're then able to see like okay is this really going to be something that like long term is going to affect them that that is going to damage their health in any way realistically no no yeah um and is it setting them up for bad behavior in the future probably not because the likely thing is they're not going to remember this in 20 minutes anyways
0: yeah i think for us it's kind of like okay they are going to learn that if they if they do right. A, they will always get B because they know, right. now they've, they've found the system. I don't think that's always the case. Like the case that you just laid out, for me, I know that I, what I probably would have done is like, hey, bud, dinner's going to be ready really, really soon. Uh, we'll, we'll, tr- trust me, we'll talk about it. You can have something, okay? We'll, we'll, that's kind of like me. Like, hey, why not you go over there? Th- things are going to be ready really soon, okay? Um, and then when it comes, it's like, okay, so here's the food – and this is what you wanted, right? And I would, like, show them, like, this is what you wanted, right? Like, yeah, that's what I wanted. Awesome. You can totally have that with your dinner. Just have a few bites of this. I would kind of just have, like, this negotiating type thing. Yeah. Uh, and it usually works out with my kids because I'm not going to just, like, straight up, like, no, you can't have, like, the nerds candy. Like, no, right. F that. Like, no. Right. I'm like, if you want it, you want it. Like, I don't care. Like, sure. Yeah. The, I'm just, I'm, but, like, obvi- but, but I think if you just outright shut it down, it's yeah. just, like, I-, I think it's okay to let them have it. But I think it's okay to like – I don't know. I I find that like negotiating and just having – well, not negotiating, but just like, hey, like a tit for tat kind it's of like the a the com- like, It's a compromise. Yeah, it's right? a compromise. Like
1: it's saying I'm not placing a stigma on this thing. I'm not saying that your wants are completely wrong. Right. I should discount them, right? So I, I'm saying I'm still listening to you as your parent. Yeah. But they still have to set some boundaries in place that. and say – here's the thing I made for you. I would appreciate it if you could do this, this, and this. You can also have this with your dinner. Right, right exactly. To, so it doesn't become like a special thing that like, oh, now it's placed on a pedestal. Yeah. Now it's just, oh, it's just a thing that can happen with my dinner or it doesn't have
0: to. Yeah. Now, Now the thing that I feel like a lot of parents will probably really like want to know is, and this is something that again I don't have the answer to is like okay you do the negotiation like okay but you can totally have it but first like we need to have some mm-hmm. some more dinner eat some of that chicken some of the rice and you can definitely have here I'm going to set it right here it's all yours ready to go okay like mm-hmm. usually for my kids it's like worked almost 100% of the time because it's yeah. you know like sure they've wanted candy or chocolate or whatever I'm like I'm not going to shut that down like sure I mean I was a kid I was a kid who wanted candy too and guess what I got it and yeah. I don't know. It's, everything's fine. So I'll, I'll cave, quote unquote, yeah. right? It's fine. Um, but it's when it's like, no, I don't want to eat that. I only want to eat this. And the, the tantrum, like the real like right. behavioral problem happens, like right. what is that solution? That, to be honest, I don't know. That I, I don't know because I haven't yeah. had that experience yet. But just a couple the ways that I would try to approach it is again, not to shout out and get bigger in front of them and start like, right. you're like yo, you wanna, you wanna get big, I can get bigger. You know, yeah. th- I would try to do the opposite. If I, like one tactic that I know is actually helpful is to first just take a knee. Just like get down mm-hmm. on their level and talk at their level. Make eye contact. As opposed to like yeah. you being this, this demonstrative figure that looks down right. upon, get, right. take a knee and get on their level. Uh, which I found that to be very effective. And then do the opposite of raising your voice whisper, whispers. And it, and it actually get grasps their attention and they actually listen. They lean in. Right. And it's like, Hey bud. Okay. So uh, you can totally have this. Okay. But we cannot like, and then you start to like, yeah. you know, again, reiterate that, but just at a much, you know, at their level. Uh, yeah. and I think that makes an immense amount of difference um, but then also some of the wording is, I guess, to empathize as well. Like one thing that I learned, I think it was from like Dr. Becky, right? She, yeah. there's, she did like this reel a long time ago. I don't, I, I, I don't want to butcher it, but like when a kid gives you like, they're super frustrated because they can't like put the freaking straw into the Capri Sun. The straw in the they're so frustrated, right? <laughs> so and they, mad. and they give it to you. They're like, mom, you do it. And then you like, you poke the straw through and you give it back. Like, okay, cool. It's done. As opposed to like doing the solution and doing it there. One strategy that uh, I, I remember hearing was take the, the, the straw and the juice bag, or the freaking the Capri mm-hmm. Sun, right? And then, like, in a way, re-simulate, like, the frustration of, like, you trying to put it in, be like, ah, ah, uh, like, this yeah. is hard. And then close your eyes, take a deep breath, keep trying, okay, I got yeah. this, I got this. And then, like, put the straw through, like, oh, right. I got right. it. Right. Because that way, it's a, you're obviously acting, you know, you have to like do yeah. th- the whole bit. But yeah. what you're doing is you're showing them how to cope with anger and how to cope with frustration mm-hmm. yourself. And you have yeah. to, it's like you are now modeling action. And that's a yeah. big part of it. Us as parents, they're constantly observing what we do and how we react to certain situations. And we have to try to consciously be that model of like right. how to approach you know, the frustration of of getting a straw into a cup, how we approach the frustration of not getting this thing. And if we can appropriately try to model that, they in turn, from a behavioral standpoint, not always, but in in Mm -hmm. a lot of cases, will start to emulate those actions because we do. Now, if you have trouble trying to do those things and and take a deep breath yourself, that's when you default to what I initially do, remove yourself. Think about how you're going to approach this and then do it. Sorry, I, I ran through there. I think,
1: no, no, that's great. I think what you made was was probably the biggest key point of this whole conversation, right, is modeling the behavior. Yeah. Uh, so the idea that when your kid is frustrated, one, they have zero impulse control until I think it's like seven years old when they start to develop this understanding that I can control what I do, how I do it, my emotions, all of that, right? But up until that point, they have zero control. So they're just going to exhibit whatever they're feeling on the surface at all times. One of the things we found that works really well for our son, and this sounds, you know, like, you know, kind of crunchy, hippie stuff, but one of the things we found works really, really well and this comes from just like mindfulness practice, right, is learning how to focus on your breathing because the breath controls the mind. Yeah. And the better you can control your breathing, the more you can say, all right, I'm going to slow down for a second. I'm going to slow my breathing down. The better you are able to return to baseline and and think more logically. Now, two-year-olds are not logical, but not, yeah. by modeling that type of behavior, what we found with our son is I've actually caught him where, you know, we, again, take a knee, get on their level, say, okay, I understand you're really frustrated. It seems like you're really angry or like you're having some really big feelings. Can you breathe with me? Take it. Let's take a couple of deep breaths together because we're both getting really frustrated with each other and we're not finding a solution. So mm-hmm. like, let's take a breath. So we'll sit there and close our eyes and take a couple of big deep breaths. Um, and then when we're done, we'll look at each other and I say, okay, do you feel better? And he's just like, yeah, you know, I feel a little bit better. Mm -hmm. Okay, All right, let's try and talk about this again. Right. And then we'll try having the conversation again. Um, But I say that to, to show that like even our son at times, what I've found is by doing that repeatedly and consistently, if he's really upset about something, like let's say he's either throwing a tantrum or he gets hurt and we're trying to figure out what happened as you kind of, go through that same pattern where you lower your voice, you get on his level, you start, You can, okay, let's take some deep breaths, let's figure this out, let's talk this through, and you can help me figure out what's going on and how we can resolve the issue and how I can help you, it's easier for him to get to that point where he you hear him trying to breathe deeply and calm himself That's down. That's cool, man. Um, so That's he's starting cool. to learn that already, and it's simply because we're like, we got to a point where, like, none of this is working. Like, I can't yell my way through because, no. I mean, it's like a drug. It's, you know, it's like you yell once and, like, it works a little bit and then you got to yell a little bit more yeah. to get it to work next time, then but, yell a little bit
0: more. I mean, those, it, those so, are short-term... are
1: screaming all the time.
0: I, those are short-term effects. There is... Right. It works, but in the long-term, it's actually it's not, not, gonna it not... It's not going to yield the best results.
1: Yeah. So I know we're coming up on time, so if we wanted to, to kind of reiterate i i would say you know <laughs> you're not alone if you're frustrated yes. if you feel like you're getting angry with your kids yeah, they are frustrating tiny people because they have no idea how to control themselves and they don't think logically yeah but i would say you know some of the best things that have helped me Are you know, just mindfulness practice. So, practicing my breathing, knowing how to read my own emotions and say, when am I getting frustrated and upset, and how can I model a good way to deal with that? Um, Two, like you said, get on their level, talk to them eye to eye. Three, that sort of context of the situation, right? Like, look at it from a big picture aspect. Is it really that big of a deal that they're doing X, Y, or Z, right? Are you said, is it dangerous? Are they going to get hurt? Are they you know, in a position where they are, um, you know, not safe in some way. And if the answer is no, then it may not be such a big deal. It may just be your emotions getting the better of you. Um, any other
0: ones you want to add in there? I, the one thing that pops into my head is, um, when you are, when you kind of take the knee and you start initially having that conversation with them, I think again to, and I think we already covered off on this, but empathizing with them and saying like, Mm -hmm. boy, yeah, like, I, I would love to have that candy, too. You want that candy, huh? I, you know, right. I, I I think I'd, l- I'd love that, too. And then, you know, at least having, like, again, like, as opposed to having the first words be, like, you're not going to get it until you eat this. Instead, yeah. okay, right. look at me, okay, you know, like... That is yep. not, I mean, right. those are two very different approaches. And I get that the first approach is kind of like, that's a fruit for that. That's not going to freaking work, you yeah. gentle parenting mushy piece of shit. Uh, like, I know. that's
1: it not. sounds. It sounds like it won't work. It sounds
0: like it won't work, but like you are doing way more for them mentally. Uh, mm-hmm. And 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 again, it doesn't always work, man. I mean, we get frustrated. It's 4 yeah. p.m. We've had a long freaking grind. We've worked all day. Like, yeah. I don't want to do this, but um, it it works. Much better than you may realize, and it's doing a lot more for them uh, from a developmental standpoint. And, and there's one more uh, other thing that I that I did want uh, want to point out. Yeah, yeah, but I, if you wanted to, I wasn't sure if you wanted the chat to say something. No, first.
1: please go ahead. Okay,
0: so like there's one Instagram thing that my wife sent me, and it was really cool. I think it's actually from Big Little Feelings, and it basically says when you get really frustrated with your kids, but you voice that to them, it is. It's. They can pick up that they are a burden, that they are yeah. annoying, right? Yeah. And so when you get frustrated with them, you say like, oh, "You did this again," you know. Like they they still love you, but they start to love themselves less. If yeah. that makes any sense, which and, is
1: such a heartbreaking thing to think about. That, of like the 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 way you speak to your child may cause them to. Be less confident in themselves, be less resilient, to love themselves less than than they deserve
0: to and in the long run, they will develop a tendency to not like uh, display their feeling or discuss their feelings out openly they'll start to hold in frustrations more, and there will there will be long term effects all because that you you told them these toddlers. They are, you know, not, it's just annoying again that they can't do right. it right anymore, that they just right. won't eat the right thing. It's like, oh, of course you won't eat, like, yeah. it's like in, in your head it's like you don't understand that concept, right? Like, you, you yeah. don't get it, you're little, but they they, they do. Uh, yeah. and, and like I said before, like, they still love you, but they'll love themselves less. And there yeah. are long-term impacts to that. And I want to, like, um, I wish I could find it. Um, but anyway, yeah, it, it's it it just the long term effects are like not just them like holding uh, uh their feelings in and all that, but yeah it just just yeah letting that build up and then and and having you know negative mental health impacts and all that it's um it has much more ramifications than we may realize so um yeah they they don't want to be a burden to others as they get older, you know when it comes to maybe work in a professional environment. Mm-hmm. I guess I had this a little bit, they won't speak up, you know, uh, because they feel like they're going to be a burden and, and trouble people and, and right. inconvenience them because I guess because they did it as toddlers and their parents got pissed at them too. <laughs> I mean, like I, again, that, that correlation yeah. sounds like really weird, but like, it's a very real correlation that that you need to be cognizant yeah. of. Yeah,
1: for sure. I mean, the, the things you say to them now become their inner voice in the future, right? That's mm-hmm. That's the voice that talks to you in your head that says, you know, Good, good, bad, or indifferent—that's mm-hmm. that's the voice you're going to hear. Right. Might be your own voice, but it has been developed over the years from what people have said to you, the experiences that you've had, and, and a big part of that is this sort of early developmental phase. Right. Um, so, I uh, you know one resource you mentioned that is really good and has some really good content—the Instagram channel Big Little Feelings. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's been a huge help for for our family just to understand and put things in perspective. Um, I know some of the things that were really helpful for me personally, um, again, this sounds a little, you know, crunchy nuts and berries, but, um, (laughs) you know, understanding or getting, um, a very basic handle on what they call mindfulness practice. Uh Um, so understanding how to be in the present moment, understanding what your relationship to your emotions is, Mm -hmm. um, is incredibly important because you start to see it a little more objectively Mm -hmm. to say, okay, you can talk yourself through in your head of why am I feeling this way? What's driving this emotion? What's driving this frustration? Um, to start, uh, you know, moving yourself to a place where your emotions are not dictating how you react to a situation. You are able to dictate your reaction regardless of your emotions. Mm -hmm. Um, so really, really important. There's lots of information out there about, you know, mindfulness practices, breathing techniques, all of that, all great tools to help um, anybody out there that might be dealing with a lot of frustration in their lives, um, especially
0: when it comes to their kids. All things that I'm not good at, and I, I, I admittedly <laughs> yeah. have a lot of work to do. Uh, luckily, I did find this thing. Uh, maybe this can be the final note here, but this is yeah. taken from Big Little Feelings. This isn't, this isn't from Andrew, to adverb, but Ben. This is from Big Little Feelings uh quote so the best thing we can do is stay with our kids when they're upset show them, show them that they're not too much for us we can handle all of their feelings people who love you won't leave you when you've made a mistake or you're having a hard time you're not damaged or quote bad you're human and when we do this we actually teach them one how to handle their own feelings two how to solve problems and three how to show it for themselves and others in hard times with love and support. So um there you go, man. Uh yeah. Don't perfect way to wrap it up. Don't uh, don't let them feel like they're too much to handle. They're not. We can handle it. But make sure that the uh that the right emotions, that the right messaging is gonna be across. That's through action, that's through words. Um uh, they can pick up on subtle things. So there you have it, guys. Thank you guys for listening. Again, uh, we'd appreciate any sort of reviews on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcast, uh, Google Podcasts, uh, and tune into the YouTube channel. We're getting steadily, you know, a couple subscribers here and there, pop in. It's great, love it. Love that you guys are tuning in. But that if you want the, uh, the video version of, of this podcast, uh, you'll find us at the Dadverb Podcast on YouTube. Again, that is separate from the Dadverb YouTube channel. Thank you for joining us, chatting fatherhood, and we'll catch you in the next one. Uh, that should be episode 12. Peace.